going? Hey, hello, how are you? Hi, welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. And we're once again flying duo. Yep, I don't know just the two of us. Just the These two, two duo ones have been back to back, by the so way. It's, I didn't know how to also address it in a new and unique way because I'm creatively bankrupt. I'm going to go um, even higher <laughs> energy. That's what I'm going to do. Every time it's, we do a double one, I try to just double down on energy for number two. It's pretty fucking crazy that you're actually capable of doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan does get to watch me be like barely talking until <laughs> the uh, until the episode actually starts. And then I'm like, I'm, I'm here to play. Let's do this. a cannon. It's someone being shot out of It's just complete like, silence. Gone to the... The great Gonzo being shot out of a cannon. Correct. Anyway. I did forget to mention how fucking funny in the in Muppets Haunted Mansion, like they I show a couple of clips of him being fired yes. from cannons, and I forget how funny it looks it's with a Gonzo doll shot out of a cannon. We love it, but we're not um, talking yes, about that today. Unfortunately, no. Today we are talking about Daniel isn't real. You can, of course, watch this one. Sorry, I have all the tabs. You open, have it up. I have it up, but there's too many tabs. Uh, you can watch you it on up? Amazon yeah. Prime Video. You can watch it on Hoopla. Hoopla. You can watch it on Shudder. Yeah. You can watch it on Tubi TV. You can watch it on Canopy. Like, literally, they're like, anybody who wants this movie we'll can give have it, it. We're giving it away. Now, of course, Hoopla and Canopy, we always push hard because they we can love get those. them for free yeah. with your library card. Uh, one of them, at least. And Shudder. We're big on Shudder. We please like Shutter, please yeah. support Shudder because they, they do only horror films. They're a horror film streaming service. Yeah. You got you to gotta do it. And they care about what they do. Yeah. Like, they don't seem to be fucking full yeah. of shit. No, they have our excellent curated list. Yes. Uh, push come to shove. Tubi TV. Watch a few ads. Pretend TV. Pretend it's <laughs> back when you were watching horror films on TV. If you're, if you're our age... Like there are Sorry. so many movies that I watched <laughs> in parts just because yes. like the old days before streaming. Shouts were... out the first shouts out uh everything after the first forty minutes of Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking watched so much of the end game, like the last half of that movie. Yeah. I watched the first half one time and I went, What is going on? Did they ever play the beginning <laughs> of movies? On I don't be- I don't believe it. I simply refuse to acknowledge that they did. There was such a satisfying feeling every time you finally got to watch how a movie begins, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is a complete other tangent with related to that. Um, as a wrestling fan now, because wrestling's actually like, do you want to fucking watch it? Bunch of people on the wrestling forum I hang out on, the, the subreddit, uh-huh. always talk about the last 10 minutes of The Accountant because that's what's on TNT before <laughs> AEW. So everyone's like... <laughs> They change when they change the schedule. They go, yeah. What am I? How am I gonna get through the last ten minutes of the accountant? What the fuck? So shouts that. out the accountant. So. Beautiful. Um, and while I was mentioning that that whole TV watching thing for Tubi TV, I should really be mentioning it for Shutter because they have an yes. excellent little gimmick where they have like three or four channels on their streaming service where they just run movies that you can watch on the streaming service. But it's some there's no commercials or anything. But sometimes it's really fun to just pop into a movie that you can't pause or play. Or when anything, we're like, bored, we through. like when we're like I don't know what to fucking do, and then we just fucking browse through that. Yeah, they have fun. like the main Shutter channel, and, like a slasher one, and like a yeah, like a psychological thriller one. It's 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 fun to just pop in there. And sometimes you see, I I definitely we watched something the other day where we're like we got to stop this because we got to go stream this. whole That's thing. what I was gonna I was gonna say. We picked up one or like we one hopped on our radar from that. So it unironically. You should do it. Yeah, it's fun. And get just get Shutter. Just support Shutter. Please. Uh so we're not sponsored, we swear. Yes. The ra- what would you rate Daniel Isn't Real? Um, God, I would I would 
I sorry, all the blood would leave my head if if we got sponsored by Shudder. That'd be my fucking my dream. I would pass out constantly because yeah. a sundial a sundial every would day. be happening every day, all yeah. the time. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I would give it a Mr. Cool Guy. I, I think this is a solid Mr. Cool Guy. I think it. I think it could. I think some of its not necessarily budgetary issues, but like the scope of it is enough to keep it in Mr. Cool Guy, but it could have been a ghost skull alien. It could have been. I, you know what I mean? I think I'm there's not, a couple yeah. of things that like hinge it. This it's, is trying. It's like a 4.5. It's at least like, like it's almost like it's at least not like a, obviously you should have just done this and it would have been a ghost skull. Correct. Alien. Yes. Like, it would have taken somebody good at what they do to, to, push to really like, like figure out like, very good to, to push it up to yeah. the next level. Like, you know, it's a Ghost Skull Alien. That's a, that's a big rate. That's a big get, okay? <laughs> big... I still love this movie. It's we, not like... I swear we don't hand those out like candy. I yeah. swear we don't. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing a lot of Mr. Cool Guys as well, but yes. some of them are higher, some of them are lower. This one I'm more emphatic about, you know? I'm exactly. Like, I accept that it is a Mr. Cool Guy. Like, it's unavoidable, but I, I do... I just... There's something so cool about this movie. It really is. Um, It, it oozes some style for... Yeah. Especially for, like, what it is. It's a small movie like it's not a it yeah. looks way better and more professional than it is if so that makes sense one of the things i want to talk about is that it's actually uh done by the production company specter vision yes which is founded by elijah wood and love, director daniel noah love and elijah wood. josh c waller elijah wood is that elijah wood who yes. played frodo baggins in lord of the rings using all of that lord of the rings money to simply start a horror film production company yeah. Elijah Wood, don't you ever make fun of him. This dude oh, fucking loves horror. Yeah. He's an unbelievable actor and like he he's done so much for the horror community. He's like these Spectre Vision's done like a good number of films. Mm -hmm. Um they're all like generally liked. I haven't seen too too many of them, but the ones I'm hearing about most often are A Girl Walks Home Alone at God, Night. I really enjoy that movie. The Boy, Mandy, Yo, shouts out the real, boy. Color Out of Space. <laughs> don't like the boy but i one of my friends absolutely loves that movie i also and it's don't so really funny. care for the boy but whatever but whatever yeah like yeah. it's fine i did uh one that i don't hear about too much but that i watched is cooties which is like elijah wood and other uh elementary school teachers are stuck <laughs> in an elementary school when all the children turn into zombies and they have to like attack children that sounds awesome out. it's not that good but the premise but, like, is i was like, gonna say on. the gimmick that's, sounds great that's a home run premise i love that because like Elijah Wood is a, as a naive teacher, also like trying to make his way out of this. That's fun. Without and, beating up too many kids. Yeah, Mandy's also like an absolute. Must I watch. really love Mandy. I don't I know, know. You're not as high on it as everyone else. Everybody else is super high on it. I don't yes. know him that much. I'd I'd probably land in Mr. Cool Guy. Um, but I'm. That's, see, I still think it's an essential watch. If you're, yes. If you're watching modern horror, you have to watch Mandy. Exactly. Even to even just to put like where you are on that thing too like even just to give yourself yeah a setting on that scale of like this is too much or this is exactly what i want or this isn't remotely what i want yeah and that's like this this podcast is in a way dedicated to people that are not all the way up to date on horror right like, yes we're not we're not for the horror super fans that already know all this you know we're not but bringing if, you like the deepest but if you're here. a horror super fan please Please listen, listen please and stick like around. And tell us what we're yes. yeah. Tell us what we're doing wrong. We, I was gonna say. Also, always love some fucking more recommendations. If and you stuff don't, too. yeah. If you don't know us and you want to come be a guest on the show, just hit us up in any way. That <laughs> we're you, people. We're all over the place. <laughs> we love having guests. You've seen that our guests are not. There's no reason for them to be guests. <laughs> there's no reason for us to be hosts. You know, there's no, 
We're all don't just, say that. I don't like this. We're all just a bunch of people doing this thing for fun. I'm in man. this photo and I don't like we're it. We're in it for the love of it, Brian. <laughs> That's for true. That's actually true. Yeah. Well, I want to take a giant picture with us and all we're of our guests doing... one time, but do it in the style of The Shining, you know, where they have like the big party <laughs> one. And it can be you smiling in the middle, just like Jack Torrance. Where will, and but you can also be smiling in the middle. I'll like be the bartender. What? Okay. You got you got more of the you you can do the Jack Torrance smile. I probably I have a better shot at it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Daniel isn't real. Yes. Yes. The other thing is warnings for this one. There is. Would you say there's a threat of sexual assault? It gets a little Ooh, dicey. There's rough sex. There's definitely rough sex. I, I would say a potential implied sexual violence. Yeah. Or a threat of sexual violence. Because I don't yeah. think there is anything that actually No, but just be, just be, on, there. be yeah. a little watch out for. It. If uh, we don't do the best job with warnings, we just try to give you like a quick large idea. You, you, can, yeah. you can actually check out uh, does, does the dog die? die.com has like a very detailed breakdown of every single possible Anything. trigger. Like, Even if you're not it like <laughs> Yeah, it has literally all yes. everything you can It's very comprehensive, want. so we appreciate that. Yes. So we should we should start mentioning it occasionally when we are not totally sure. Um <laughs> I don't think any animal violence or anything like that. Oh um, There's doll oh, houses uh, if you don't like them. Threats of suicide. Yes. Like near near suicide. Um drug abuse. Yeah. Depictions of uh mental health issues in his mother uh yep the vibe yeah the vibe is kind of hard to nail down so it is the there is a lot of that like modern horror like fun to it like they do try to kind of yeah. kind of like babysitter with not not like the campiness but like it's not, it's not babysitter like uh I don't know when it has like the better lady and people are being like I was gonna say like, like the more, modern way of speaking to each other parts know, like. of it yes definitely in terms of like the fast yeah. kind of dialogue sort of things for sure um Fun it is, montages, it is I want to just say it is drenched in style like yeah. it is it, it left itself in the tie-dye fucking barrel for way as long as humanly possible so yeah. it's just dripping with like lighting and fuck it like you know the, these very uh stark and interesting aesthetic lighting choices there's a lot of color like a lot of um not by lighting but some of that like there's just a lot of primary color lighting in certain spots um great use of shadows and effects and things like that um a lot of effects that they wanted to show off which maybe they shouldn't have <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other they're fi- it's fine yeah. it, it's not bad at all it's just they're like I they will put everything front and center. You can tell this is a B movie. That's the thing, and that's a, that's something that it, I I have a mixed relationship with because like when you can tell it's a B movie, I think that that vibe, that feeling to me is instantly less. It's like less fun. It is a little more depressing. I think there's like, oh, um, okay. I think they like they managed to wrangle the, their way out of it all like completely. This movie is trying to mandy its way out of where it actually is yeah especially from an aesthetic perspective and i think it does as good a job as you could but again it is limited by presumably its budget we don't have numbers on this one i couldn't find any off the top of my head vision does pretty low budget so exactly um but this does a good job of trying to look yeah better than it is in Mm -hmm. terms of that um it definitely feels less empty than the babysitter did 
thousand percent, thousand percent. Still not all the way full, I'd say. But, but like, but like, definitely a lot. If you moved it around, you would hear stuff in it. You yeah. would hear a cling clang or like a slosh of some. You're doing the the thing where he oh everybody he was, oh I got exactly the hand okay. motion he was doing oh. was like the the cow oh the, the, the cylinder yeah yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, so you that said took me a fucking if you move second. it around, you'd hear something, and so I went. Mm. On, uh, okay, cool, That's cool, cool. That fucking scared the bejesus. <laughs> oh, you didn't know what? I was like, "What cow- the fuck are oh, you, you talking about?" Oh my god! I was like, "What is happening?" Sorry. Uh, yeah. Um. Yep. And a do, couple of. Oh, sorry. Do you want to pop into to the spoiler configuration? We can just start sure digging yeah. into this. We'll fucking very casually one. toss yeah. the doily onto the other pile of them in our absolute fucking barren room with just the shitty mattress that's gonna have stuff on it that we don't like doing a sensual thumb circle moving some things around to open the spoiler configuration yes because i do still i have more stuff about the movie but i just want to be able to talk about it in spoiler time yeah uh because i want to mention it's directed by adam egypt mortimer tremendous name don't know anything about this man except this person except for that their name is adam i enjoy all of those names that sounds awesome it's one two three it gets better the whole time the screenplay is by him and brian Deleu, Deleu. Who is the writer of the book in this way I was saved, which is what it was based on, which I think is just cool. So it, it, honestly, it's interesting that it was based on a book. It doesn't feel like it. Right. It Maybe that's because visual. of the budget or like that's. Yeah. But like it's the medium is very visual. Stuff, they though. use the medium very well. Yeah. In adapting. But the what I wanted to mention is Spectre Vision also does another movie called Arch Enemy. Which is a independent superhero film. It's like not a horror oh, one. Oh, okay. And it, these two are together in the Vortex trilogy. They are part of the same trilogy, with the intention being, uh, who says this? Uh, this is Mortimer saying, <laughs> "Quote: Mark my words, we're going to make a third movie in the Vortex trilogy that will have Daniel return and force Max. This is me talking now. Max is the protagonist from Arch Enemy." Uh huh. Uh, back to the quote, in some form to deal with it, a crisis on infinite vortices pulling together as many of the characters from both stories as we can fit for a true cosmic horror slash cosmic action crossover hybrid. Wow. Which I need to see that. We need to watch Arch Enemy. It's October, so you know I'm locked in for horror, but... November's right around the corner. <laughs> I just love that shit. <laughs> that just... sounds awesome. Yeah, why I not? really love... I, I love a good Babe Ruth point and swing for the fence yeah. like you know what i mean i enjoy it yeah he said that in december 2020 so it's not too late for oh, it to happen oh that's actually because oftentimes you hear that and it's like yeah they said it in 1978 <laughs> not happening before before i forgot okay cool i would fucking hopefully arch enemy is good because yeah it's uh so if you start talking about the actors in this one i can pull up i've tried to remember the actor from arch okay. enemy and it's uh yeah, I'll pull. Up, I'll talk about a little bit of this cast. Oh, it's it's a uh, oh. Joe Manganiello. Oh, yeah. I know exactly the movie you're talking about. I didn't realize that was a Spectre Vision one. Yeah, apparently radical. Twenty twenty yeah. independent. Superhero. Joe Manganiello is awesome. Also directed by Adam Egypt Mortimer. Okay, that makes way more sense. Um, oh, shouts out Joe Manganiello, Manganiello, Manganiello. Um, big massive D and D nerd. Um. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's he's fucking yes. uh, Alcide. He's Alcide. Yes, that's who he is. He, I'm like, I know who he is. I'm not. I don't have the time <laughs> to recall it right now. Yeah, but. he's a real. He seems like a real cool guy. Um, yeah. just an impossibly attractive individual. He's unbelievably a man attractive. mountain, just fucking carved from stone. Man <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oops. Um, yeah. So, but in this movie, we do not. We this movie 
does what it can with what it has. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the most famous person I knew from this was, I believe was Peter McRobbie, who was the dad of that other guy that Luke ends up visiting, who was like the priest in daredevil. And like, he's like a work, he's like a guy who is a working at, like, you know, he's in those sort of things. He's been in a bunch of shit and it's just like, I recognized him and everybody else. I'm like, who, See, who my are big you? pull is Daniel, played by Patrick Schwarzenegger. Who I just appara- didn't recognize him. I didn't know that was a person who's apparently the son of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. Which is wild. He is the Okay, I'm going to I'll briefly talk about this because this is also a... This is a thing I knew, but I didn't realize how fucking close it was. So he is the child of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver, who is... Who, well, I don't know if they're still fucking married the situation because of that whole housekeeper thing. Um... Wait, Arnold Schwarzenegger had an affair with his housekeeper. Uh-huh. And it's fucking hilarious cuz like Patrick Schwarzenegger's very good-looking kid, but like very clearly more on his mom's side genetically. Like he's a more light like he's not a fucking brick shit house like his dad. You know what right. I mean? He's he perfectly we really good-looking guy. You but like for, you know you're not you're not born like that. He'd man. have to keep What I'm saying is like <laughs> never mind. Um you're right. You absolutely have to work out to do that. But um He's got more of that model life kind of look. Yeah. Like, even in terms of bone structure, like, you know, shoulder, that sort of thing. Um, oh, he's looking much better in that picture you have up than he did in Daniel It's Real. <laughs> well, that was 2012. He yeah. was a child then. Oh. Um, you sick freak. <laughs> it's at a distance. It's at a distance and it's angled and he has a cool haircut. Um, but this was the thing. Through his mother, Schwarzenegger is a member of the Kennedy family. Arnold Schwarzenegger married into the Kennedys. Oh, Patrick is the grand nephew of JFK. Jesus. And Christ. by extension, also the grand nephew of Bobby Kennedy and Ted Kennedy. Wow. Like, grand nephew. That's so close. That's unbelievable. That's close. fucking ridiculous. I knew, I remember hearing that Schwarzenegger had married to a Kennedy, and I was like, okay, cool. But I didn't realize it was that. Like, it was right there, basically. Right. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Um,. Yeah, so he, uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger is, plays Daniel in this. Mary Stuart Masterson is also in this. She's in a bunch of things. Was she, uh... I don't, like... She Luke's mom? Remember? Yes, it is Luke's mom. Um, she was in the Stepford Wives at the age of eight. Oh. She's in a lot of things. Like, she, she had a very big career, mm-hmm. but, like... She, she seems like someone for me who was never in like my periphery. Right. It, the, the stuff I watch isn't fucking going to grab her yeah. too many times, basically. Uh, um, and then just to round him out, we have Miles Robbins as Luke Nightingale. Boo. Um, Sasha Lane as Cassie. Hannah Marks cool. as Sophie. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, who the fuck's Sophie? Then I'm like, I know. Who yeah. Is. A few other people. But the, the main characters are. Oh, you, do, you don't want to read that next one? Did you see me hit the name I, that I was going <laughs> to avoid? Completely stop it. Trying to be respectful. Good for you. Good for, correct. That's uh, for true. And good job. <laughs> point is, Miles Robbins is Luke Nightingale and Patrick Schwarzenegger is Daniel. Yes. Who is or is not real. Now, <laughs> the storyline is generally <laughs> that about. reminds me of your Bond title. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Luke, when he is a child, goes and see like sees somebody shoot up a bunch of, do like a mass shooting. Yeah. Uh, John then, Figpen is the character's name. Mm. And then uh, get shot by the police. Yes. And so he sees this guy die out on the street. And then that's right when he sees Daniel for the first time. And Daniel's a little kid like him. Mm -hmm. They go play. Turns out nobody else can see him. 
shit gets bad with like Daniel starts trying to make him do bad stuff. So he locks him away in a dollhouse. When he's an adult, he comes back. <laughs> what a classic scenario. Goes back into being like starts out nice, goes back to being evil, and then it's like trying to banish this Daniel exactly. who ends up being more than an imaginary friend. Right? He's real. Yes. He's, Spo- a, he's a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, he's a fucking metal as shit evil <sighs> entity from across dimensions and lives a in traveler. an awesome castle. Yes. From the weird vortex. <laughs> Something yeah. about this vortex thing is apparently vortex is a good word. And I enjoy. We don't it. have enough. I very to much it. enjoy. <laughs> we will. This will be a vortex heavy episode if we yes. can help it. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. It's. Uh. I like the premise. I enjoy. The, <laughs> I kind of enjoy the frankness of. We're yes, it's real. The whole sorry, like that's yeah. what we get in terms of an audience is like. They, definitely real, but it's like what's happening with it, sort of thing. They play with it. I mean, like. It's a little ambiguous when it, the whole locking him in the dollhouse thing immediately yes. starts establishing. It's like, I'm pretty sure this is real. I think it's be something. Yeah. Like they still play around with it a little bit, but they know they really, they don't care about it being ambiguous. It doesn't need keep, to be. They keep making things happen. Like uh, he's Lucas taking a test and Daniel puts all of the answers written all over his body. body so that Luke can read off of them. Like they do stuff where physically it is impossible. Exactly. You know, like, uh, Daniel, what can't would that affect- be a representation? Like, does he yeah. have all the answers somewhere? Yeah, Daniel can't physically affect the real world more so at the beginning than at the end. Um, well, yeah, but he can communicate. You know, they do tricks like him uh, reading from the books. So that- that's right. Oh, I love that. That's I- a very clever, fun, yeah thing. I I love that. that scene because uh, Daniel starts reading from the Bible. It's like the third or fourth book they're doing, and then Luke starts. Doing a, does a, a flirt, limerick, like a, a limerick, flirty limerick, a flirty limerick instead of listening to Daniel, and the the Daniel's face changed for that. I thought it was like very good. Yeah. That being said, these two actors are, you know, I'm not. They don't absolutely. These are not like powerhouse performers. I think they're. I powerhouse is the. You're yeah. right in. I agree with that. I like them. I think Patrick Schwarzenegger does a really good job. It's. I think he he choose the appropriate amount of scenery as Daniel. Like, it's I think tough. he's... That's, that's tough. Cause it's, is it intentional or is it not? You know? There's two ways you can look I... at that. Okay. Right? Because he he's a he's a fucking cheese dog, dude. <laughs> like, he's yeah, a full he's chili a cheese full dog. Full slicked back fucking awesome <laughs> ridiculous suit. Like, just fucking... Fucking wanting yeah. to walk around like John Travolta at the He's, beginning of Saturday Night Fever. You just mean like, you mean like Peter Parker in Spider Man Three? Shut after he gets the symbiote. Shut on. up. I also love that scene. I also don't know whether that was on purpose that's, or not. Spoiler alert! It it's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. The women look at him like they are disgusted. Like they've yeah. seen a fucking body on the street. They look yeah. fucking horrified when he walks by. Anyway. Yeah, because no, he's a, like, Daniel's a fucking slug, dude. He's, the entire time he's a fucking slug. And I do love it. It's hilarious. It makes, he thinks he, the thing is that the entity itself is awesome. It's yes. badass and cool. Yes. Daniel, when it's in the form of Daniel, he's not cool. And he thinks he's cool. And so Which it is, is a little jarring yeah. to have, because then you don't really want to take weird. the entity seriously because he, because it's like, you're like Daniel. very much trying to be a cool guy here and. I don't know. There's a level of like, bleh to it's it. definitely. Although I will say, it gets even funnier when Luke tries to dress That's... like him. Like Patrick Schwarzenegger can like kind of. He looks like uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger looks not necessarily like repugnant, but like 
e like bad. You're like ooh yeah. in yeah. a way that isn't like ha 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 only. You're like yeah. Okay, I get you being like a sleazy. You get the sleaze from him. Yeah, and you get like this sense of really embodying there's it. A, there's a difference between a tryhard and it's like oh you're actually a creep and could be legitimately yes. dangerous. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I think we get the tryhard part <laughs> with Liv. Which uh, that does point out. It was to, that was rough for me. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that, that part I started almost laughing. It does indicate to me though that it is on purpose because like they're because I could see uh, <laughs> Miles, the actor who Miles Robbins, being like, "I can't do this." I'm not gonna and pull this. Be like, no, no, you're way doing I can it. Pull it off. That's how this entity acts. He's doing <laughs> it. Like clearly, they act the same way, so yes. it is like very much directed into them. I'm guessing. I suppose. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's funny, you know, like it's funny. You can tell immediately. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, I have a hard time thinking like that. It was like, like it was excellent acting that made, that nailed exactly what somebody was looking for. You know, it's like, I it's agree like with that. Cheesy. It's kind of cheesy. Right? I, like, I agree with that, but I think they were, it's tough to I just, say. I, I'm just saying, I don't think it's like a merit of acting. Like what the, what that kind of attitude is. I do love it. Sure, I yes. think it's super fun. I think it's a good decision to make on it. Probably could have made them cooler, and that probably would have been a better decision. But as with what we have, I think it's a plenty good decision. And I, I was gonna I say, like I like the the part about it, especially with like Daniel himself. So like Luke Daniel is different because Luke Daniel is a joke to me, and I laugh every time because. You can't even pull off what was happening before, and you just look very silly in this suit with your slick black, slick back hair, yep. which was all over the fucking place for the rest of the movie. Um, but the like, he's very childish, which is what I, mm. I I think part of that, not necessarily intentionality, but like part of that multifaceted thing of like he's kind of to be laughed at. He is kind yeah. of fucking dopey, or not dopey, but like weird i guess in an mm. uncool way like he isn't all he's pretending he's trying to be cool yeah is what the comes across with it is that daniel is trying to be cool yeah because he has been trapped in this i know he's a fucking age-old entity or whatever the fuck it is but like he's been stuck with his five-year-old mentality for 15 years 20 years at this point so he's yeah. like i gotta fucking he acts that way. He acts like a former childhood friend, yeah. which I like. I'd be very interested to read the book and see what kind of insights you can get. I very what, much want to read this. What now the entity is supposed to be. <laughs> if that book is all like he coolly walked his cool heels yeah. over to the cool ass fucking thing and lit a cool cigarette, I'm gonna be like, oh no. It's <laughs> still gonna to, be fine, but like it'll be different. <laughs> it would be. I'd, I'd be like, what is it, Brian DeLeo? Like they're. They're making fun of you, dude. They're not. They're not doing. <laughs> they don't it. think Daniel's cool, dude. I don't, I don't know how to tell you this. They don't like Daniel. <laughs> they don't think he's cool, <laughs> man. Um, we are not supposed to think that Luke is cool, which I think is good. Yeah, because he's a fucking. Well, I don't even know if that's entirely true. Because we're supposed to find him kind of like we're supposed to respect his photography. We are supposed to think he's kind of like a oh we are like aren't we edgy like uh, not like an edgy but like a, a sensitive a artistic type artiste yeah an yes artiste. um that's why his legitimately cool love interest takes an interest in him in part right is because he is yeah, like a tortured soul it was that was an interesting part to me like I like Cassie I think yeah, she does a great awesome. job um. I think the mania she has is like the the sort of exuberance. In a negative way, because like she's very 
one of the times we find her is in the middle of a fight uh, or like threatening to hurt someone outside of an art installation. Like she's at a club where they're doing like an art show or whatever, and she's like smashing a bottle or something. Like yeah, she's yeah. It's fucking all, like she was in the Hellboy remake the same year that Daniel wasn't real. That was the David Harbor one. Yeah, yeah 2019. So sorry. Oh, is it not good? I that one got trounced in terms of it. critics and box office. I didn't. I did actually not care for There's the no, Hellboy series in general, so I never. Even I like the Del Toro it. ones, but I don't like. I, again, another TV movie. I watched Hellboy to the Golden Army. Yeah. So often. Oh, I never saw any because of that. I watched like again. I watched the middle of that movie a bunch. They right. go to the when they go to the supernat the fairy market or whatever. Um, I watch that shit all the time. Anyway, sorry. Yep. Um, <laughs> we gotta yeah, talk about. I, I like I like it's Sasha Lane as Cassie. Sasha I do, Lane, I do yes. Like her in this. But yeah, I it is funny, kind of on reflection, that. It is meant to be he's actually good at it. And I'm like, it feels like Daniel is pushing him to be more arrogant about his art. Yeah. But that he also kind of believes it. And I'm like, well, because he says, you're a photographer now. Yeah. Like, it's done in a way to, like, bullshit his way getting to her, I get. I I, that, that, I had a tough time with that. Daniel Daniel does not take the photography real. It's his in because he knows that Luke That's right. cares about photography, and so he's, like, encouraging him. And oh, he's, I, he's okay. He's like, you should do this. Like, I believe in you. Like, nobody else believes in you, but I got your back. Don't worry about it. That's always how he starts. Yes. He doesn't give a shit about Luke's photography, right? He <laughs> just wants the body. That's right. Okay, okay. That That's makes right. more... Push, that yeah. took me a second. He's, like, yeah. pushing him to, like, drink and stuff so he can, like, be unconscious so that he can, like, go <sighs> over his body. That is a great... I do enjoy that party scene mm-hmm. where, one, absolute lighting fucking... Just fucking <laughs> eat it up. There's no... Not really... There's rhyme or reason to stuff, but it's just, like, orange light, shadow. And we're, like... Oh, this is really cool. I like the look of this. this. Is, this it's so is, nice I would looking. say this is like maybe a good gateway movie to more indie films because this like yeah. does a lot of stuff that indie films do. You know, like like experimenting more with cinematography mm-hmm. and like having more out there stories and things like that. But Realizing also, you have a boring location because you can't afford anything fucking wild, so you're like, I'm gonna put a red light on everything yeah. and it's gonna look good. But it's done by Spectre Vision, who are real horror fans. Yeah. So they actually care about it being fun, you know. So yes. you get to have a little bit of that indie style. It's and not also just a, have a fun film. It's not just a guy staring intently in moody lighting. Yeah. Which is most indie. I love them, but it's a lot of indie films just do yeah. that. I can only do uh, one every so often because, geez. Um, but I do love that the bathroom scene there. Yeah. Where he fucking starts to it's like touch the, hit. Like, it's when he's like lifting his hand to see if he'll like yeah! wake up. And <laughs> uh, well, because it's the first interaction we had. Like, yeah. it's him touching the world in some way, even if it's just psychological. Like, we're still like seeing him reach out and make contact. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh. it's also, I mean, it's significant that Luke is unconscious, you know, because it's yes. the first time we're ever seeing like Daniel actually on his own, right? And not just possibly showing that he is Luke's, real. Yeah. In, in my mind, it could still be, you know, whatever else. Like sometimes movies do everything to show you that something is real and they're still like, but it was all in his mind. And it's like, fuck you. Those you are not, that is not what your cinematographic <laughs> language was saying. <laughs> That is what we call a bad movie. Right. <laughs> that simply, it's they want to surprise you for the sake of surprising. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all the scenes where Daniel escalates 
I mm-hmm. think are really awesome. The next one of the next big ones is when they're in the in the underground area. Yeah, he's out with that other girl, and Daniel's like, "Let me take over," and Luke's like, "Okay, I guess." And then they do that <laughs> horrific, like, oh, uh, practical effects. Yes, like crawling the into fusion of thing. the two heads, yeah. like the, the them like writhing in this like they're doing like a three sixty yeah, pan yeah, shot, it and it's just oh, like half the head is attached with this awesome thing. Another great use of. Uh, hard red lighting to cover up the potential seams on the effect. Right. So like you simply just bathe it yeah. in a much darker stark light and it works perfectly. The point, the bottom line yeah. is you did practical effects. Absolutely. Good on you. And I, I'm sure they used some CGI to cover up some stuff as well, but happened. CG, this is my thing. Does that doesn't matter even a little bit. CGI as a supplemental thing. Makes, I have no problem. It's yeah. great. It yeah. actually makes things better. Like Mad Max, the Fury Road, has a bunch of CGI for background stuff. Right. But like all the things that we're looking at that we need to look at are practical. And it's the same way yeah. in this. Because like, I, I am an absolute, like I am devoted to practical effects over CGI, but it is not just for the sake of it or for the art of it or correct. anything. It's just, I just think it looks better. It looks more fun. It has a charm. Like it just looks good. It's, I love seeing a, like a practical effects werewolf, for example, like a werewolf transformation yes. scene, something like that. CGI. I don't care if you make it look fucking perfect, you know. It just is not interesting to me. Uh, for me, it's the fact that you can you can tell it's not there. Yeah. Like even if it's really good, like the benefit of Marvel movies for that is that they just go the whole thing CGI. Yeah. We're just doing all CGI in action. In action. I don't yes, care. that's a whole. T- of I don't, of I don't, course, I don't need the explosion to be real. You can you can see yeah. the explosion. It's perfectly it's, fine. It's in these, horror, it's these gooey monsters. I want my gooey monsters to be practical. That's all. I despise people who do fake blood. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's some there's yeah. even some movies that I like. You should really a be lot cutting pigs on every that on every have CGI set to get all the real blood in there. Excuse me? What? What? You said no fake blood. You CGI blood is what I CGI meant. Blood. Not sure. You don't need to Billy uh, Nolan a fucking pig every goddamn yeah, You live time. today, Porky. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I don't know. What the hell? We're doing a lot of back to back episodes. You're black and some entity taking you over during this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god daniel's here um but so we we keep getting this regression of luke into like he's just being out more uh he's out of it more uh kind of like the escalation in fight club a little bit mm-hmm. of just like where i very yeah. disorienting at certain points for him he gets in trouble for the fucking very bad thing because he pushes his roommate's head he starts beating the shit out of onto him. Onto the po- sure. the hot yeah. oh, pipe too. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 he beats yeah. oh, he beats yeah. the fuck out of him. But the way then he caps it off with that. Yeah. And I was like, oh my, that's fucking awful. Um Everybody who's there has the proper reaction and refuses to interact with him for the rest of yes. the movie. He gets reported like, on campus, yeah. he's suspended and everything. Um But I like the the one of the scenes that I really do enjoy is when he's looking up John Thigpen, mm-hmm. the shooter from the beginning of the movie, yep. to see if there is a connection with Daniel and the way Peter McRobbie, who is the dad of the guy handles the situation is fucking like, Oh my God. It's so good. Cause it's, Mm. you can feel the unease in everything in that scene while he's like searching through fucking drawings and shit. Cause the dad is playing along and we know it. And uh, Luke does not understand that he's not actually believing him. (laughs) Like he's just trying to abide some time. Yeah. Uh, but it is like that first moment when he 
pulls up the picture that says Daniel on it and has like him like with the crown and everything. Mm-hmm. That is, I it could have been a little bit stronger if they had not already made it so clear to us that Daniel is real. Right? I think if that had been the the moment of that, yeah. we would have been shot. We would have been like, holy yeah. fucking shit. It is still very cool because you're like, Definitely. this is for sure real now. Like we are doing this. <laughs> we're doing this whole thing. This is real and it's happened before. Like yeah. this is a problem from before even me yeah. being here. Exactly. Daniel is real. We know Luke's trajectory. It's on. They can't. They can't. <laughs> yeah. We know where it's going. I think that's the thing it does is it yeah. sets the stakes of you're going to go on a killing spree. It was, it was the yeah. satisfaction that I didn't get in the transfiguration where the whole time I was worried that they were going to pull the rug out from under me and that <laughs> things are not going to be real. You know, <laughs> This time I'm like, we're safe now. We're we actually get now. the this full is, confirmation. Yeah. yeah gotcha. we're, we're doing this shit. Absolutely. Uh, I was excited about uh, <laughs> the next time that Daniel escalates it is when Luke's therapist comes and does the hypnotherapy, which is just like, this is the worst fucking night. Like, well, how you are. You are also a terrible therapist. You show up in the middle of the night to, <laughs> to do hypnotherapy. I mean, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with hypnotherapy. Like people do legitimately use it. But like, yes. this was clearly you think this is cool and you want to get to do this like. You're looking. You could have done this during office looking, hours. You've been looking for an excuse to do this, yeah. and you're like, finally, this fucking kid gives me. Because he's not even just doing normal. He's got like a fucking like dream blade or some shit. Like he's fully <laughs> he's got ready a to Tibetan like, singing bowl. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, which one of our friends pointed out? He hits it first, and our friend goes, yeah. "That's not how you use that." No. <laughs> and then he does it correct, like the the inside of the bowl, like ringing yeah. part of it. He's like, "Ah, that, use, that's make more sense." They use those bowls in uh in like buddhist meditation halls as well and if you just had ah, the, i see if i like the the little they do like ding them but they don't just fucking not like, like he wh- yeah he fucking smacks into that shit and if you're fucking meditating <laughs> and then somebody goes, like, oh my god i'm gonna have to meditate all over it i was gonna, I'm gonna have to start over i now. was just there i was about to achieve and then you fucking I'm reaching out to baby buddha and then they just smack me away <laughs> Yeah, no, but then he does the much nicer, like rolling the little thing inside, like rally around the bowl. Um, yeah, because then he sees Daniel, which yeah. is the fucking awesome part. And then and Daniel, that's like, where we get the Daniel dives into yeah. Luke's mouth in a fucking awesome looking ridiculous thing. Yeah, well, the therapist just has to fucking watch. Yeah, then, absolutely terrifying. And it's like, dude, run. Dude, get fucking out of run. Here. Do something. Make con- call the punch police. him. Call the do anything. And here. then do not tell them what you saw. Just tell them that this, this guy's this trying to kill you. Got to be put to <laughs> There's no other at that point, you know, like it's it's out of your hands. I do I yes, that's for true. Um fucking and it's a fun oh. I think it's a fun climax with like the rampage that that Luke da- da- Luke Daniel goes on. Um <laughs> we <laughs> uh, Daniel uh, Luke gets banished to the dollhouse. Yes. And Luke during that therapy or Daniel is fucking Spider-Man 3ing his way through with yeah. Luke's body. Yeah. I think that's fun. <laughs> I like seeing the like what the inside of the the past the vortex looks like, you know, to yes. the entity's dimension. I think that stuff is cool. Drags a little bit. You could get it, it through there a little faster. For sure. I think that's also a little bit of that independent that indie like style is like lingering on these good looking shots with this droney like surreal yeah. like surreal kind of music like the yeah. music was done by Clark sort of I believe which are 
good special guest friend Devin recommended that we listen to if we like the soundtrack to that. Oh, sick. Okay. So they do. Yeah, I, I, I Clark, enjoyed it. I think Clark does a lot of like scoring, like film scoring. Excellent. And, um, so does, they do a fucking yeah. great job. I do enjoy the stuff in this, but it is like, I remember when I first watched this, this is where I was a little drowsy because yeah. it like, yeah, it you're looking at these colors area. with this sort of thing, but it's just like, feels a little bit like, there's some Vaseline on the lens mm. in certain parts. Like it's kind of that fuzzy-ish sort of thing. Um, but I like that stuff because it's an interesting little world to put us yeah. in briefly. I would not be surprised if something about like the tones and the visuals do induce sleepiness in the view. Yeah. Right. Because like, I, I, I am always kind of sleepy when I go through that. And I, it does give it like a real like nightmare quality. That's I was going to say. It keeps you that one foot in, one foot out sort of yeah. feeling. And I'm like... It's a nice feeling to do, but also I might dip both feet over there yeah, before I just fall asleep we get I to the part anything. you want me to yeah. watch. So fucking let's hurry it up, champ. Um, yeah, I like the it's where we run into. Oh god, the, the the I mean, he go he chases after Cassie. They end up on the rooftop. Luke yes. makes it out, and what I was gonna say is I like the callback to the sword fight. They do it yes. with rooms that they found on the roof, but they become real swords. And that's <laughs> that's just like a cool like imagination. Yes. Like fighting demons kind of like it's just fun. I, lo- I love the sound of swords clashing. I love when the final. Like, we should do the last duel. I don't, it's out in theaters. I don't know anything about that. Gonna, oh, it looks cool. There, I think the, <laughs> mo- the most classic like climax good versus evil fight you can have is sword fight. That is like Absolutely. one of the biggest ones. And so I'm always I'm always a fan of that. It's not an excellent sword fight. Um, no, it's cling clang cling clang, and yeah. that's fine. But I'm like, hey, you know, it's an indie film. I'm willing to it's look not... the other way for two a couple things. That's what I was gonna say. I have no. This is the thing we talked about in Blade. I have no qualms with this movie doing a sloppy ba- battle like that. One yeah. because they're not fucking trained. Nothing about their characters would suggest that they're good at sword fighting. Right. That they would just they would it would swing emotionally and they do their fine. Yeah. It's why the problem with Blade is fucking get a Steven Dorf stand in and fucking let him and Wesley actually do some fucking choreography. Right. Like that I don't excuse versus yeah. this where I'm like, no problem. I yeah. love the no, idea. They would just be just swinging throwing fucking completely missing and whiffing each other. Just like, ah, yeah. fucking, that's fine. Yeah. And that, no, I mean, it's just that part. I don't have any problems with that. Sure. No, of I like that. It's just the, the drama of the sword fight is not like properly executed. I, I yes. Yeah. It's like more like yeah, just as something about that. It's not it's not the actual stage combat. I actually mm. have no problem with that because I agree. Yeah, like they you swing wildly. It should be a they're, fucking mess of a yeah, fight. Yeah, they're like screaming at each other. You know. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it gets to a point where Luke realizes the only way to get rid of this is to he throws both of themselves yes, over the. He edge. grabs himself. That sounds yeah. looter than I meant it to be. <laughs> Um, he grabs Daniel and they go off the side and hit the fucking pavement and it's presumably done, but there's a shot of Daniel in his true form Mm -hmm. in the big castle. Who we see many times throughout the movie. That's my problem (laughs) is that I think there should have been one reveal of that. Uh I love like, again, the drawing of Daniel yeah. Shows this. There is a great little bit of the shadow that Cassie draws. I love that. I love I think he that one's the best back part. To yeah. That. Yeah. Cause and he, I like how obsessive he is with it. Cause he's like, did, but did you see something? Yeah. There? And she's like, I, 
physically we're not even having the same conversation because i don't understand what you're saying <laughs> yeah exactly like she's like i just drew your darkness and he's like yeah. okay but was the darkness like behind me where that was and what did it have the four like? fucking yeah. prongs on it um i like the design a lot mm-hmm. i think it's a very I think, cool I think, yeah. design i think it's shown too much for the effect it is like i get that i <laughs> It since I'm already not like expecting like a huge home run effect from the movie, I'm like just cool with seeing. I just it's so nice to see practical effects in new movies these days. Yeah, to see them do those kinds of like old school like more like '80s monsters. You know, I'm just like I'm just happy that he's there. Honestly, For, I 100% agree with that, and I also enjoyed when we see John Thigpen in the castle because he's being uh, Luke's being yeah. chased in the castle by presumably another one of these looking creatures but he realizes like he ends up stabbing it and he realizes that it's the other guy yeah the guy from the beginning of the movie that Daniel took over and had left in here yeah. sort of thing which is like oh fucking that's so terrifying it's such a classic um, thing too cuz then yeah. it's, it also puts it makes it a nice ending right because yes. daniel makes it out he doesn't end up stuck in the castle oh luke forever. Makes luke, it out. luke yes. sorry uh daniel yeah. is stuck in the castle presumably not maybe not forever but i think that he well so that's the thing is like it's very clear that he transfers from Thigpen to luke yes uh, in that Thigpen moment dies in yeah. that one moment now daniel's killed himself and even though cassie comes and lays down next to him we still see Daniel in like screaming basically yeah. in the vortex area. So it implies that he's, he is kind of stuck there because he didn't yes. manage to transfer to another body. So maybe he does have a way to go all the way from vortex to new fresh body. I think it's cause he wasn't in control of Luke yeah. no, in that moment. Sense. Yeah. Because so like he's Luke, stuck back there. Yeah. Cause Luke gets back control for like a moment and he uses that second to, to throw grab. themselves over. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that makes him the winner, you know. And I love when it's <laughs> makes him real. When we have uh, like the very bleak situations, and the only way out is like a death where you're not having eternal torment, you know. I love. <laughs> I like, see this is an absolute win. Yeah, I love the hope of like <laughs> I fucking beat you, even though you made yourself unbeatable. I still fucking won, you <laughs> asshole. You fucking slug, Daniel. You absolute slug. Yeah. It's so just a I, slimy, I like, grimy little worm, and I love it. These kinds of endings I do like because it's you get to both have like your classic uh, horror movie bad, like mm-hmm. sad ending, you know. But it's also like a good. End. You get to have best of both worlds, you know. Good guy wins. It is still bleak horror. Yeah, the right. whole thing was scary, but we're able to get out of it. Yeah, in terms of a message, like it's not an inescapable fundamental law of nature. It's something that can be changed by action. Yeah, which I always enjoy. Yeah, that's sweet. So I'm very, I'm very excited to see if Daniel makes it out to fight whoever Max is. Kind of we'll fucking find out. Yeah, um, we'll probably do it as a mention here. <laughs> yeah, there's also I, I did think it was cool that uh, Luke's mother. Yeah, Luke's mom is an interesting thing to talk who, about. Yeah. Um, who? Because uh, because of her schizophrenia, he has like a legitimate concern that he is becoming schizophrenic. Yes. Throughout the movie. But also, was this, like, th- this was a question that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, was, do you think Daniel was influencing her? No. The only reason, it was a, I, and I saw it as a potentially, not fun, but like a cute little, like, oh, I didn't kind of notice that one the first time I saw it, is he, Daniel shows up in the midst of that, confrontation yeah presumably unprompted 
Like he doesn't call upon Daniel yeah. or he, yeah, Luke doesn't like call upon Daniel before anything happened. He just kind of shows up, like arrives because he's in the house and he says, put the knife to your throat. Yeah. And Daniel or Luke takes it as him to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's partially like, I think my thought was that Daniel is talking to both of them. Right. Like that Daniel was influencing her to yeah. hurt herself and kill herself. But he also use it as an opportunity to arrive. It's probably not. I think it's I, just more. I think that would be cool. But there's a, there's a few reasons why I don't. I, I don't think that's actually mm-hmm. implied anywhere. One, they do actually. They did. They, they did their research on schizophrenia. So Good. Like, they okay. are like they have the age of onset correct and everything. And like oh, the, excellent. The, escala- the escalation kind of right. Um, so she talks about it when he, when Luke goes to visit her in the home that she's That's staying right. at, she talks about how like it started at like this pretty much the, he's like, Oh, like the age you are now. And it's like, can you not can say we, that can to we, your oh, genetic whoa. son? Like, uh, <laughs> and be- <laughs> before that confrontation, uh, Luke actually does unlock the dollhouse. Okay. Then that makes way more. That's Sorry. What, okay. That's thank what you. lets out Daniel. Good. Good. To, thank you for clarifying uh, that. Yeah. Daniel um, just wants her out of the picture so that he can keep sending Luke further and further. That might've been yeah. why, that might've been why I thought of it is that I thought he might've been talking to her to finish this fucking job. Finally, during this episode that she was having, yeah, the, but I don't think, okay. I his previous you. host, I don't think had people in his, in his family, anybody else being affected. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, he loves, I think that Luke's mother has schizophrenia because he gets to play on that. <laughs> yeah. You know? He's like, fucking skeevy hands all over the, that. He's like, he here we go. The classic fake out when, uh, Luke, takes his medicine for the first time and he pretends to die. <laughs> and oh. Because the audience are like, you asshole. That's we, like, we know the whole time that he's pretending. He's never like, remotely clearly. in danger. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, you fucking prick. Um, yeah. So but I do, I do okay, like how they play point. with that. So they definitely do spend part of the movie wanting it to be ambiguous. Um, yeah. I, think I do it. think the mom gives a really fucking good performance. Yeah. The mom. Yeah. I mean, those some of, honestly, those scenes are probably the most harrowing. Like yeah. the one, especially before Daniel shows up, when the mother is like doing the shit with the mirror, and like oh has the knife and everything, fuck you know? yeah yeah yeah, that shits yeah because some of her delusions have to do like with her own reflection. It's so fucking sad. <laughs> like yeah, it is really sad, and like it is just you see like the state of the house that Daniel like Daniel's Com- especially light, compared to the younger part, like because yeah. we do see a glimpse of it. Luke's before. life is fucked and it is for normal not daniel reason yes it's not just that he had a almost demon made his mother overdose that, like, you know it would and that part is also harrowing because like luke uh, daniel tells luke that it's to give her superpowers and then uh he just has to watch his mom like crawling over to him being like why did you do this yeah like, what have you done uh, Ugh. yeah so those parts are icky dude <laughs> Make you feel uncomfortable. It's an icky, gross, Un- disgusting slug of a movie. And then the rest of the time, Daniel's just going, "Hey, well, you can't tell by the way I use my walker." <laughs> yeah, so it is that, that sometimes they feel like when they do powerful things like that, and then they have like the horror parts be like less powerful. It's like maybe you should have left that. Y'all know how this works. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? That's why I like it's like yeah, let's just go full metal and show the crazy monster guy. Absolutely, exactly. Gotta we got to turn up the volume somehow. <laughs> Because you're not going to beat like the emotional significance. We can't keep doing this. <laughs> yeah, like the, the the supernatural part of this isn't going to be as good as our real part. So let's right. fucking go nuts. Yeah, I do forget. Yeah, I forget about how how impactful those scenes are. Absolutely. Yeah. 
It's, um, not, it's not like the absolute best, but it is still like no, but very, it's very good. well done for like this yeah. little film. <laughs> the adults are all competent actors. Yes. <laughs> like they've been doing this for a while, so yeah, they're good. Nobody does like fucking terror. No. Yeah. Although, unless we think Daniel's trying really hard and then we call, we keep, calling just, him, we keep calling him a slug and we a gotta, worm <laughs> and a... <laughs> He's really mean. Tried to be it's incredibly cool. mean. <laughs> I, I have to believe it's, it's uh, some level of purpose, <laughs> at least from the director. We gotta. What we gotta do is we gotta go see Patrick Schwarzenegger act in some other stuff. And I he, want. I want to leave it. He's being like unironically cool. I want to leave it as Schrodinger Schwarzenegger and not mm. know if he's actually. I actually think I prefer that because I really like this movie right now. And, and I, I like saying Schrodinger Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Schrodinger. Schrodinger. Schrodinger, 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 Schwarzenegger. I'm so happy I did that so that you tried to. I'm so. I, love I laid that too. trap and you yeah. walked right into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like keeping it that way. So you're right. Yes. So we'll never ever watch anything. Now, that if he's in it, we will simply turn it off. Yeah, don't even bother suggesting it. I don't care if it's streaming on every service we have. We're not watching. <laughs> Unless you tell us it's really good and that we can trust Patrick. Then. <laughs> Okay, cool. awesome. That's all I got for Daniel is real. Yeah, I think me too. Cool. So <laughs> fuck give, it. Give that a watch. It's fun. Definitely give it a watch. Uh, I'd rather. I'd much rather support this movie than whatever fucking dumbass shit is being pumped out by the studios for fuck you. It's January <laughs> horror season. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, big thank you to Eyes of Astoria for our theme song, Dead Walk. You can catch John from Eyes of Astoria on several episodes of ours, including but not limited to Summer Party Massacre 2, Deathgasm, and a few more to come. You can catch the link to the Spotify for Eyes of Astoria in the description below. Absolutely. Um, we're going to give a quick shout out to our sister podcast, Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't even fucking know where they are. Um, you can find them on getdowny.com and at Downey Siblings, D-O-W-N-E-Y siblings as in brother and sister on social medias. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at bloody stream pod. Um, yeah. And we will talk to you. Same bloody time. Same bloody channel. <laughs>